Hello and welcome to the Crying Burns Calories podcast. I'm your host, Katie Saltzman, personal trainer, nutrition coach, entrepreneur, creator, and expert in teaching women how to take back control of their health, their mindset, and their happiness. Most of you know me as a nutrition coach, but this podcast and this platform is going to be so much more. This is a place where I want to be able to talk about it all. Yes, of course, health and fitness, but also relationships, social media, adulting, hormones, just life. I want this podcast to cover all the ups and downs, and I want you to know that you're not alone. Ultimately, I'm here to give you the confidence to break through what's holding you back, to embrace who you fully are and show up authentically in life. Because life is messy. It's not perfect and it's not meant to be. So grab your wine, a drink, or if you're like me, that chocolate or that ice cream, because it's time to take our stories and the things we go through and make them our superpower. It's time to laugh, cry, learn, and understand that we are all in this together. So let's dive in. I hope you're ready for today's episode because it's about to get spicy. I'm about to be vulnerable as heck. And I want to talk about an area of the health and fitness industry that is completely missed. Something that I experienced and went through the last couple of years and I didn't have anybody to really help coach me through it because we're only taught to take care of our body one way, right? We're only taught work out, lift weights, eat in a calorie deficit. These are the things you do for your body. You know, exercise more, eat less, all of these different things. Eat nutrient-dense food, great advice. Least helpful advice when we're going through trauma. And it's something that so many women experience. I, I deal, all my clients are women, right? I've helped hundreds of women be able to navigate taking care of their body But as I start to dive deeper into my coaching journey, and I think as I start to get more vulnerable as a coach, women get more vulnerable with me. And it's truly unreal, the stuff that we go through. I mean, we're just, we're so resilient. It's an amazing thing. What I want to do is teach women how to take care of themselves when they are going through trauma, because that looks different. And we can't approach that from a physical when our body needs mental and emotional nourishment. It needs needs mental and emotional comfort. And if we don't give it that, the physical won't come. We will be forcing something and placing stress in our body and literally trying to drown out the trauma that we went through. That doesn't go away. The only way we get through it is when we work through it and when we lean into it. And... I've been talking for a while about this fourth reason that I moved to Colorado, and I have been very hesitant to share this part of my journey because I was still healing very much from it. This, I went through a situation last year that will forever impact my life. I don't know that I'll ever forget about it, but I have been able to heal from it and work through it. And I'm, I'm, I'm stronger now because of it. So I lean into that and I'm grateful for that. Even though I'm not grateful for the situation, I believe that it happened for me. It didn't happen to me. But I was in a very mentally and emotionally abusive relationship last year that broke me down to nothing. I ended up with anxiety attacks, with depression, with feeling small, with um, 
I've, I can't even explain how I felt, honestly. It was the worst I've ever felt in my life. I quickly got into a relationship right after separating from um, my, my husband, separating from my ex, and it was somebody that I trusted. I really, really trusted him. I knew he wasn't a great person back in the day, but I trusted that he had changed, and I believed his word. I'm very much, you guys know this, if I give you my word, I give you my word. That's what, that's really truly what it is. And people aren't the same. He was not the same at all. And he knew I was vulnerable and he knew he took advantage of, you know, not really, me me not really wanting to be open and post on social media. And he took advantage of basically everything he could have in that situation. Never in my life did I, realize humans existed like him and I think I'll forever have guards up because of that I I never had really understood what the term narcissist meant I didn't understand what gaslighting was because I've never went through it right I I guess I've had the privilege of knowing very decent men in my life um and I thought he was one of them and he wasn't and that turned into a really deep relationship and there that turned into very extreme mental emotional abuse gaslighting towards the end of it nearly physical abuse and stalking and very crazy things and this again i I, i'm gonna do a podcast series on my experience with emotional abuse because the story is not only insane it's it's probably the craziest story I've ever heard and I've been a part of it, but I want to speak out about how easy it is to get involved in that because for me, one of the hardest things working through the trauma that I went through was how, why me? Why me when I showed this person unconditional love? Why me when I gave him so much? Why me when I'm this independent woman? Like, I run this company. I help women take care of themselves. I, you know, I would say that he he knocked me down. He really did because I didn't believe that it was possible for me to get in this situation. Not that I ever thought that women who were in abusive situations were weak. I don't, I don't by any means think that, but I was very naive to how easy it is to get wrapped up into an abusive situation. Because if you would have told me that I would have been in a relationship with somebody that was abusive, I would have been like, yeah, right. Do you know me? I'm like Miss Independent. I got my shit together. I would never, but it's so easy. And then you you don't really realize till you're in deep and very, very connected with somebody. And me, I, I would, I'm the healer. I wanted to help him. I wanted to heal him. I've now realized that you cannot do that. You cannot change people. You cannot heal people. That is 100% up to them. I don't believe that he ever will. And if he does, good for him. I will never know about it. But this situation impacted the, the trajectory of my life, one. It impacted the way I will forever connect with people. But it truly impacted my body more than I've ever had anything affect me. The trauma that my body went through, the stress mentally, physically, emotionally, I I was speechless. I really was. I couldn't believe the stuff that was happening, the things, the story that was unfolding and also the way he was behaving was very, very scary. And it was, it's an unstable person you're dealing with. And I've never had to truly deal with a, 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 an unstable person. He, he's not well. Um, and 
I was scared. And and I'll be honest with that. It's one of the reasons that I moved to Colorado was because um, I didn't know that I could handle that situation in Michigan. And, and I was so, I needed a new chapter of my life. Should I have gotten a relationship, you know, soon after separation? No, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to be in a relationship, but it's a distraction, right? And I know that now. I'm six months out of the situation and this is sort of what took me into being intentionally single. I know now that, there was something in me that needed to be healed that I was ignoring. There was a reason that I went to comfort. There was a reason that I didn't listen to so many red flags. There was a reason that I thought I could heal him and help him. And it was because I didn't want to dive deep and heal and help myself. And I can realize that now that I've done the hard work. But when I was going through it, I didn't realize that, right? It was a very woe is me situation. How, why is this happening to me? Um, you feel desperate. You feel confused. You feel all of these different things. Um, um, and I and I've worked through those, so I I was able to be in a situation where I learned how to take care of my body through trauma. But I need to be very honest that the last six months has looked different for me, and trauma comes in different forms. For me, it was mental and emotional abuse. For some people, it's very physical abuse. For some people, I, just as women in general, we go through trauma. Even having a kid, that's a huge trauma to our body. We go through loss. We go through um, abuse, all these different things that we deal with in our life. And I know this episode might be triggering for some people because it's going to be bringing up memories and things that maybe we haven't worked through. But trauma comes in different forms and honor that. Don't discredit yourself for what you've been through. Don't try and hide because the more you try and hide and cover it up, the bigger and bigger and bigger it's going to get. And it's not going to go away until you lean into it and deal with it. And I need to tell you that while movement is medicine and while tracking your calories can create a little bit of structure and control, that is not going to do anything for your trauma. And as women, when we go through things, that feel out of control, we want control. And what is the one thing that we go to try and control? It's our bodies. Always. doesn't matter what we've been through. It's like, no, I would feel better about myself, about this situation, if I lost weight, if I were able to do this, if I can reach this goal. We go to controlling our bodies. And while there's not if you're doing it in a healthy way, there's not a lot wrong with that. Typically, it's not attached to a healthy way because we're sort of obsessed with this idea of control. But if you're not addressing the mental and emotional trauma that you've been through first, if you're not addressing that aspect of it, what happens is that control turns into adding a lot of stress in the body. And when your body's gone through trauma, it's in a fight or flight response. It is in a high stress response. And if you are adding that on and adding that on, you're going to get yourself in a situation where your hormones are completely out of balance. You're not sleeping at night. Your anxiety is out of control. Maybe you're struggling with depression. All of these things will be a domino effect from truly not taking care of your body and working against it while working through trauma. So what do I do, Katie? Like, What do I do when I'm working through trauma? It's going to look different for each person, but the number one thing you have to do is pull back from the idea of weight loss, pull back from the idea of physical results. That might happen, but your number one thing is to get your body out of a fight or flight response, to get your body to lean into this traumatic experience, to work through it, to grow through it, to evolve through it, and that doesn't happen by losing five pounds on the scale. 
That happens by doing things that are very nurturing for your body, right? Baths, yoga, maybe breath work. I have found so much shift in breath work. You were talking to somebody that a year ago, if you would have told me I was doing breath work and meditating, I would have been like, yeah, right. I'm like on the go. I'm going for a walk. I'm going for a walk and podcasting and making content all at once. But I found so much comfort in in breath work because of the stress response it can it can elicit on your body. You know, with your parasympathetic nervous system, it can directly impact the stress response, and it has for me. It's going to look different for each person. So, what feels nurturing to you? What feels good to you? You need to lean into that. And a lot of times, when you're working through trauma, it's rest. It's more rest and recovery activities. So. Lean in to what feels nurturing. Give your body grace. Allow yourself to express feelings. So many times we feel guilty for, I'm sorry for feeling so emotional. I'm sorry for doing this. I'm sorry for doing that. Don't apologize for how you're feeling. Lean into it. Find somebody to talk to. Find a therapist. Find a friend. But allow yourself to express these feelings and don't discredit them. You're allowed to feel that way. And the more you let yourself feel that way, truly without any guilt, shame, fear behind it, the more you're going to be able to work through these things. It's why so many people that have been through trauma in their life end up with alcohol abuse, end up with drug abuse, end up with eating disorders, right? Because we want to just push down what we're feeling, push down all of the emotions. We want to shame ourselves, not give ourselves credit, not work through it at all. And then we need something to numb our pain. So then we go to substances, then we go to control, then we go to things that are obsessive instead of actually working through it. And instead of being able to work through it and then eventually be able to see the results that we want to see as a healthier, happier, more evolved version of us, we're taking a complete back step, we're pushing it down and we're covering it up with something that creates more shame, more guilt in our life. So give yourself grace, allow yourself to feel through it, allow yourself to work through it. And I think the last thing is become more intentional. That, that was really my one of my words for 2022 was just intention. I want to do everything with intention. I want to be an intentional friend. I want to be an intentional coach. I want to be intentional with myself, right? With my body. And I had to distinguish what was more important to me because working out and weight loss had to take a backseat. I wasn't doing well. I wasn't sleeping at night. My hormones were completely out of whack. I was in a fight or flight response. I went from wanting to, I went from leaving Michigan to wanting safety and freedom and fun in Colorado to getting everything that gave me safety and freedom stripped away from me, right? All of my stuff. I didn't have it. I haven't had it for 87 days now. I had to find safety and comfort in myself. Nobody will ever understand what I went through the first month that I was here and really even even probably the first month and even into January. Just not having anything but an air mattress and having to work through every trigger and every flashback and everything that you could imagine on my own without comfort. I had to find that in myself. And that took being very, very intentional with my body because when I'm not sleeping and when I'm in fight or flight and when I just had to work through all these emotions, the last thing I had energy for was getting up and pushing my body. I went through weak periods where I didn't work out at all. I tried to go for a walk daily. I tried to get out, but I was struggling mentally and emotionally. 
And I needed to honor that. Did that come with a weight fluctuation? Hell yeah, it did. I went from walking 10 or 12,000 steps a day, teaching six classes a week, doing five strength trainings a week, to going through the most massive amount of trauma and not doing any activity at all. Of course my weight's going to fluctuate. My activity completely changed. Also, you know, the idea of meal prepping, all of these things felt stressful and felt overwhelming. And I chose to not let that affect me. I actually don't know what I weigh right now, if I'm being completely honest, because I haven't had a scale and I'm okay with that. Am I probably up six, seven pounds? Yeah, yeah, sure. Leggings are fitting a little bit tighter. I don't feel as lean and as strong as I did, but I've healed my body. I've healed mentally and emotionally. I am in such a better position where now I'm just feeling like I can get back into this. I'm going to, I'm going to come back my strongest self. I was having a conversation with my coach about my business coach about wanting to get the old Katie back. And she was like, no, 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 no. Backpedal on that. You don't want the old Katie back. We want Katie 2.0. You don't want to go back to that girl, right? Think about where you were at. You don't want her back. You want Katie 2.0. You want a stronger, better version of her, more evolved mentally, physically, and emotionally. You will never be that Katie again because of what you've come out of. And that's really what I want for all of you because I know I know you've been through trauma. We truly have all been through trauma, whether it's micro trauma traumas, whether it's these massive traumas, we have been through it, right? And honor that, lean into that, be intentional with your body. What do you need? Are you trying to push for weight loss and push for control because you're trying to ignore actually moving through what has happened to you? And if you are, I'm telling you, on the other side of moving through it is the most beautiful place. While you're going through it, is it messy as hell? You bet it's messy as hell. It's a lot of ugly cries. Healing isn't just this like beautiful, amazing, peaceful journey. It's a lot of up and downs and it's a lot of roller coasters. But being able to be on the other side of it and being able to put yourself first is the best place to be. And take away the obsession with weight. We get so hard on ourselves for weight fluctuations, for saying even through COVID, right? That was so traumatic for a lot of women. And all I hear is I'm so mad at myself for gaining 20 pounds for, through COVID. I'm so mad at myself for this and mad at myself for that. And look, your, your body went through a trauma. Your mind went through a trauma. Things shifted. Getting like weight fluctuation is normal and you will get yourself back, but you won't get yourself back physically if you don't mentally and emotionally. That comes first. We work foundation up. And if that foundation mentally and emotionally is cracking, you think going for a run is going to fix that? Absolutely not. Will it when the foundation is strong? Yeah. And you're, and you will soar in that run. But what I want you to know is that like our, our bodies are, are this sacred place, right? This sacred temple. And we have to take care of them from all aspects. And we have to understand that when our body is going through trauma, it looks different than what we may have done in the past to take care of our body. And that's okay. And that might mean that we gain a few pounds and that's okay too, right? Because when you're working through trauma, guess what? I want a piece of chocolate too, right? It's just, it's, it's okay to honor that. It's okay to not be obsessed with weight. It's okay to say my mental and emotional health are the most important right now, way over my physical. 
And that has been the biggest eye-opening thing for me is that even a nutrition coach and a trainer, at first I was like, get your shit together, Katie. You got to get to the gym. You have to do this. But I was exhausted. I mean, mentally, emotionally, just exhausted. I had no energy for anything. It took everything in me to give energy to my clients and to give energy for walks with Tuck. And that's all I had. And that was okay because then I needed to focus on things that were more nourishing to me because if I wouldn't have... I would not be in a good place right now and I would not be ready to to bring Katie 2.0 back. So I just, if you've been through trauma, if you're working through trauma, I want you to know that I hear you, I see you, I understand you. I know every trauma is different, but I know what it feels like to not feel like yourself. I know what it feels like to feel knocked down and small and I know what it feels like to not have the energy to deal with anything in life and to feel like you're not taking care of yourself. And taking care of yourself right now is going to look different. And I want to give you permission for it to be different. Because I promise you, when you lean into that and you focus on what your body really needs and you nourish it and you give it grace, on the other side of that healing is a really, really beautiful place. And I just want you to know that I'm here for you. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you like this podcast, leave me a review, and share it with any women in your life that you think need to hear it. If you don't already follow me, go over to Instagram, search Conditioned by Katie. Make sure you follow me. You're part of this community. If you're interested in working with me, look, I have so many different ways you can work with me, from one-on-one coaching to small group to master classes that I host and everything in between. The best way you can find out What's going on in the Conditioned by Katie world is to either follow me on Instagram or sign up for my newsletter on my website that's going to give you all the updated info and a lot of other fun things every single week. But look, I'm just so happy you're here. I'm happy you're part of this community. Keep showing up, keep growing with me, and keep being you.